Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 50, the big 5-0. Oh, wow, we made it so far in so little time. Who would have thought we'd be here 50 episodes in? Thank you. And joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts, which I will introduce in just a second. We are going to run down the Ligia, what happened against Toluca. And, of course, if you guys don't know the result already, America has gone through, so we'll be talking semifinals as well. So, without further ado, let me introduce my co-host, Mr. Cowboy Dan, and straight from training with Las Aguilas de la America, it's Mr. Christian. Gentlemen, how are we doing? You know, I, I've said this once to you, Ivan, and I think it's funny how before you, we, we deemed this Cowboy Dan, you always said Dylan Jimenez, and then you, then you turned to Christian, like, Christian, like, just Christian, like, where's Christian's last name? Yeah. <laughs> Now, well, well, no one really knows my last name. I know, well, his, I know yeah, his last name. Right. I'm afraid like, to butcher it. Don't. It's the easiest last name in the world. What do you mean? Rosen. See, I'm already stuck right there. No, you had it right. Just say the O at the end. Rosendo. There you go. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Welcome. Wait, to- I, I noticed that too, Dylan. I just never said anything. I don't know why. <laughs> I was like, okay. No one's no one's caught it yet. So yeah, no one's caught it yet. But it's you know, always cowboy dance specialty is putting people on the spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know I had to call you out. You've always do. Wait, how was your vacation, cowboy Dan? My vacation. What vacation? Didn't you just get off from vacation? Oh, because I didn't have my camera last time, right? Yeah. Is there a, oh, yeah. Vacation was good. Yeah. Um, it's just you know I I couldn't um. I couldn't let y'all see what I was working on. Mm-hmm. What's soon to be. I promise it's going to be big. As big as Times Square is. And talking about Times Square, Square, you were in New York. Well, you weren't really in New York City. You were in New Jersey watching that Atlanta United game versus New York Red Bulls. Christian, how was that? Yes. Um, it was a different experience, I guess you would say, because this, this was my first time going to a conference final in, in an MLS atmosphere. It was pretty cool. The only problem was that since New York was down by so much, the fans were very, like, hot-headed. And when you mix hot-headed New Yorkers and alcohol, and you're the only Atlanta fan in the vicinity, you know, <laughs> um, things can get a little bit uh, a little bit hard. And um, short, uh, long story short, um, I almost got into a fight. But thankfully, I didn't, though. But um, but yeah, because they don't uh, want the heat from Cowboy Dan. Yeah, listen. Uh, aside from that, though, it was it was pretty fun, honestly. Especially the the pregame kind of whole ceremony thing, and then afterwards, it was it was pretty dope. I enjoyed myself. I like how you bring up the whole you know how fans can be because we're gonna be talking about a very very intense game coming up for Las Aguas del América. Oh. And uh, we'll we'll maybe refer back to that atmosphere and see how we can uh, compare two of those things. Now, gentlemen, like I mentioned earlier, we got so much to talk about in this podcast. I don't think we might even fit everything all in one hour. So we have America to talk about, and we also have hashtag Lady Aguilas, who let's give mm-hmm. a round of applause. They have made it into the final. They'll be going up against Tigres. Yes, we promised the ladies that if they made it into the final, we would do something big for them. If they were to play Chivas, we we're going to do something really big. But since they're playing against Tigres, we're still not gonna. We're, we're still gonna keep our word. We're gonna make something happen of this game. I don't know how we're gonna do it, but we're gonna talk to you gentlemen after the podcast, and we are gonna give the ladies the coverage that they deserve. Mm-hmm. 
I am so down for that. This is going to be exciting. Of course, the Aguilas del América Ladies Edition is going to be playing a final against Tigres. It's going to be amazing. And then, of course, our boys are taking on Pumas in the Clásico Capitolino in a semifinal. Semifinal. How interesting is that going to be? We're going to break that down. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be telling you what to expect. What's the good, what's the bad, and what's the ugly in regards to this game. And then, of course, right now we're going to break down that two-legged match against Toluca, which we predicted almost to the T. Almost to the T in this podcast. We kind of broke it down exactly how the game played out. Exactly. We predicted frustration from America, and we got that. We predicted a nervy ending to the game. We got that. So, you gentlemen ready to go to go back in time, relive these games for the next couple of minutes, talk to the people about what happened, what went wrong, what we did right, because I think we did a lot of things right. We just didn't consistently do those things right. Yes. You ready? I'm ready. Yes, I am ready. I guess so. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 it might be a little <laughs> dry, but I think we can get it. We can definitely get through it. All right, I'm, I'm fully expecting Cowboy Dan to you know use his outside voice to, in today's podcast. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you know what I mean, and that is so true. And you know what? The, the funny thing is, I was thinking to myself coming over here um, from school. I was like, you know what? Nothing makes me happier than to talk about America, but nothing gets me more mad than talking about America. Yeah, that's true. It, it's it's. It's it's a love hate relationship. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it, I think that perfectly dictates it, but he, I think it goes further than that. I might need to yeah. see a psychiatrist, yeah, but it's it's important that we vent out because I think it's important because the fans will want to vent out as well. I think for all of us who are following this through Twitter, you could see the frustration on everyone that was tweeting out. You could see how this team got us really high and then brought us really low. Mm-hmm. In a matter of both seconds. legs, yeah, both, exactly. both legs, both legs, both legs, half the same half too. Mm-hmm. All right, let's jump into the first leg in the Stadio de Mesiodia against Toluca. We predicted a game that was going to be tight, a very tough back and forth game. We expected America to do what America did, but we were hoping that America did something differently. Correct? Yes. Correct. Dylan, do you have the lineup for? Uh, Thursday's game against Toluca. You know, that's the funniest story because I was pulling it up right now. I'm not there yet. Okay, so let me break it down for you. It was Agustin Marchesin in goal. It was Paul Aguilar in right wing back. Yes, right wing back. Center backs were Bruno Valdez, Edson Alvarez, Emmanuel Aguilera. And in the left wing back position was Georgie Sanchez. Now, in the midfield, we we used three. In the center mid position, you had Guido Rodriguez. Out to the right, you have Mateo Suribe. Out to the left, you have Cecilia Dominguez. Up top, the partnership of uh, Oriol Parata and Roger Martinez. Now, when this lineup comes out, gentlemen, what is your thoughts? Cowboy Dan, I throw it to you. First thought was, are we really going with the back five? I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I at, the, at the end of the day, you know, we when we talked about it in the group chat a little bit and, you know, seeing it uh, – uh, throughout the week before you officially see it, uh, journalists reporting, you know, that it's going to be that because Piojo is not really for sure. He's still kind of up in the air with it. And then that's what you see is is that is that predicted lineup. And so I'm just all like, okay, well, you know, Cecilio is potentially starting. Well, we see Cecilio starting, like, okay, what are we going to see from Cecilio? Are we going to get the Cecilio we know he can be? Or is he still going to be that player that doesn't come out and play? And we got a Cecilio for 30 minutes, and that's pretty yeah. much sums it all up. 
and we'll talk about that right now. But you're right. I I, I think when the back five comes out and, and in the official reports, I think you think besides interesting, I think Garrett puts it perfectly in the in the chat. He says, "What is up with Yoho going against what worked all season?" It actually seemed to me that America. It, it seemed a bit suspicious that America moved all of this to the to the defensive side of things, mm-hmm. um, and it's true because he just flipped it on everyone. Yeah, for a full season in the Apertura for seventeen games, you used what a four four two for what ninety nine percent of the season, mm-hmm. with the exception of game against Tigres. Yeah, which was this lineup basically. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean. Did anyone else find it suspicious? I did. I don't know why we did it. I mean, I know why we did it because Piojo, but I mean, it just didn't seem to make sense, especially knowing that you have the better 11. I think you said, Ivan, I think you mentioned the last podcast that we have the better 11. So why are we giving them the chance, like more time with the ball, knowing the kind of players that they have and at any given moment, like we saw in both legs, can just turn it on and score? And you know what the interesting thing is? We didn't we didn't predict the back five, but we predicted a defensive unit. Yeah. Right? With, with Guido and Edson. With Guido and Edson. And funny enough, it almost came true, but it was the Renato Ibarra who saw the bench, not Mateo Soribe. Yeah. That's Whoa. a bit suspicious yeah. to me because I feel like you lost a lot. You just yeah. lost a lot yeah. in regards to going forward. Yeah. Which at first didn't look like it was a big deal because America gets started off really, really well. You, what, first couple minutes and there's a goal by America. Yeah, in the seventh minute. Yeah, was yeah. Y'all, y'all predicted, uh, I think, with both y'all, a defensive lineup. I was just going straight out with what we usually been going and just getting that early goal as fast as we can and just keep on going. And I... I was thinking to myself, okay, he comes out with a back five. Me and Dylan have talked about this. Whenever we see a back five, it's because Piojo is nervous. It's because he's going and he's relying on what's worked before, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you think to yourself, does that mean he's not confident coming into this into this Ligia? What is going on? Does he not trust the partnership? Or does he feel like he doesn't want to interrupt the partnership of Bruno Aguilera, but still wants to have that defensive, you know, outlet with it's an Alvarez. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I mean. To me, you're still disturbing it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you you really are, and you you see that against. And well, if we go back and look at the Pumas game, I mean, you're you're at a back three, back three or back five in that game, and you and you saw what happened. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was worried about. And I will say this though: for about eighty percent of the game, that back three played amazing. Yeah. For 80% of that game, except obviously the two goals that we concede. There's a bit of miscommunication in some of the marking. And let's not forget that last goal that we get conceded on, that Alexis Vega golazo, because let's name it, let's call it as it is, it was a phenomenal goal to concede. It was. You cannot go and throw yourself so easily. Three players mm-hmm. to go players, yeah. and get faked out like that. That is that is ridiculous. And two of them slid, if 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 I remember right. It's what? Two of them slid, like they were trying yeah, to slide slide at the ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just like, what are you sliding at? It didn't make sense, yeah. Especially the one on the outside. I think it was Paolo Aguilar. Yeah. I don't know why he slid. He should have been the one on his foot trying to go for that. Yeah. 
I think if he had stood on his foot and chased him a little bit, you know, I think yeah, he would he, at least a touch on the ball. He blocks maybe, his angle. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And then you had Bruno Valdez right there ready to, to double up on him. We would have got the ball easily back. It just doesn't make sense. And it would have been a different narrative going into the second oh, half. So let's let, let's break down that first half, that first game real quickly, because I, I will prolong too much in one game, and and we won't be able to talk about the second, the the semifinal part of of the Liga. But okay, so we go into Toluca, we play a pretty decent first couple minutes, but we cons- we we score a goal, we score a goal, and then we do the one thing, Christian. Me and you have talked about that we do not want to see, but we see every single time. Is America gets an early goal, and the first thing that they do is. You just drop back. Drop back, sit back, invite the pressure, soak it up, and try to relieve on the counter. But what happened? It was Toluca was smart enough to keep pressing, keep mm-hmm. pushing. And when you give a team like Toluca so much space, so much acres of space to run into, because literally, whenever we were up a goal, all we did was fall back. And I mean fall real back. I mean mm-hmm. your center backs and your center and your center mates were practically next to each other. Yeah. What happens when you do that? You lose control of the midfield. And so Toluca has all this advantage because whenever you clear the ball, guess what? You only have one player chasing after it, while Toluca has four players, right? So those four players easily, one picks up the ball, passes it through, and then the player can carry, carry and carry and carry. And guess what? He can either take a shot from outside the box or he can keep moving the ball around and and whenever Toluca moved the ball around, you never saw America have this intensity of, okay, they have the ball, push them forward, push them forward, push them forward. Because the smart thing would have done is, okay, Toluca was doing this play every single time in the first leg. It was, they gave the ball out wide to Ruben Sabuesa, who was playing out on the left-hand side. And then he had Diego Linus and Georgie Sanchez marking him. So whenever Sabuesa had the ball in, Obviously, naturally, the Toluca's players would run into the box. America's defense would literally follow them deep into their own box instead of saying, hey, let's push up. Let's use the line. Let's go. Let's get these players out of here. It's simple Mm -hmm. defending that they didn't really use. They said, okay, let's invite the pressure. They thought we have more numbers, which means we have a higher possibility of headering this ball out. And what happened? Well, the second goal is a perfect example of why America should have not dropped so deep. Because you have so much bodies down there that it's so easy for Toluca to just pick up the ball right back once you once you clear it, mm-hmm. and it's I mean a simple a simple mistake, a simple yeah. mistake of marking leads to that goal, and credit to Alexis Vega who took it on, but I mean you can't be giving so much space, so much time on the ball, and the worst part was whenever you did get the ball, the first thing you thought about was boot it out of here. Mm-hmm. You didn't think, hold on to the ball, touch it, string a couple of passes along. Dylan, I know you were covering second half of this game on Twitter. Frustration-wise, I would imagine the level was 100 because I don't remember any single play where America strung four or five passes just to get out of their own half. I just saw them boot the ball up. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly, man. And you, you see that in the possession sets too, man. Only freaking one shot on target the whole game, dude. Just one shot, and you, and uh, you, you, you have seventy nine passes the whole second half, and you have thirty six accurate passes, which is forty six percent. Now that really says a lot compared to Toluca having two hundred and thirty one passes and completing one hundred and eighty eight of those. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you, you you see those stats, and it's just summed up. 
you know, you sat back, you let the pressure soak in, and it just got messy. And that's all it was. The second half was just straight messy. It's what are, what are you doing out there? It's like there was no game plan. It's just like, okay, just try to go get the ball and just boot it out. Like you said, like there was nothing there. There was no game plan. It it, it was ridiculous because it felt like we could have easily controlled that game because Toluca easily could have been their own destruction. But America didn't utilize the ball. America didn't play the simple game. America did not play soccer the way it should have been played in that moment. It was no disrespect to any any people out there, but we literally played like a low tier team, and that's just not what you do in a Liga. Looking at these stats, and from what I saw, because I didn't see the whole game, this was an embarrassment of what we've done all season, and I think that might be maybe that may be too much of a far stretch to say that, but honestly, though, when you when your mentality is to pick up the ball and just boot it out like a high school game. Like it makes you question like your host like mindset going into these two games. A lot of questions too were asked about his substitutions in the first and second leg. We'll talk about that right now in a second. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Dylan, did, was was he right? Do you think he gets he got it right? Or I mean, I feel like some of the substitutions were a bit late, and I I still didn't see uh, Renato Ibarra get played. No, I I I I definitely disagree with him. I mean, you look at it, you take out both your strikers. And I think I mentioned it to you, Ivan, too. When you when you look at the average positioning that I, I usually post on SofaScore, which I didn't after the first leg, so I was very, very frustrated and did not want to think about it or worry about it anymore. But looking back at it, the only player that was over the halfway line in midfield was, I believe, Iwadi Gwen. And that, and that really says something because he only was on for 90 min- for not even a minute. He got something in the 90th minute. And after that, everybody else is on our side of the pitch. Like, what does that say? Like, what are you doing? Like, why? Okay, first off, I don't understand why you're taking out both strikers. I mean, I don't, I don't care. You know, Oribe, you could argue Oribe didn't do a good job. Roger, yeah, you know, he did, he did okay. He did better than most recent games. But still, you're going into this, the rest of this game, without without a striker, and it's just so frustrating because at least you look back at the stats, like I was saying, you had one shot on goal the whole second half. Just one shot. And he had 25% possession compared to the Lucas 75 in the whole second half. And and it, if, you're, if you're really going to go out and do that, then you're not going to get nothing done in the end. And and you're right. And and we'll talk about our offense because, look, the only two goals that come against the Luca in the first leg are set pieces. Yeah. Now... Don't get me wrong, set pieces are the thing, are the new wave of the future in in regards to soccer. But what does that say to you that you can't score from an open goal situation? Because you had the chances to. Don't get me wrong, America had a couple of chances in that second half where you said we had one shot. Well, that one shot was Oribe Peralta one on one against Talavera. I mean, you're not putting that in the back of the net that he scores that game match set and done. Yeah, yeah, it's over. It it literally over. It kills the series. So why do we keep having this conversation? Because he doesn't learn. He hasn't yeah, learned since Tigres, and you know it happened against Tigres, and we were lucky that we had Marchesin in that having the game of his life against Tigres because that game could have ended as as a, as a draw or a loss. Marchesin had an amazing game these two legs as well. 
Mm-mm. Oh yeah, nothing to take, nothing away, nothing to take credit away from what you seen. But like I'm saying though, people just doesn't learn, and I guess that's the problem here. He just doesn't learn from his mistakes. Now though, but here's the question: Should we blame Piojo for those missed chances, or do we put the blame on the players? I mean, you don't blame people for the chances, but you blame him for not creating more chances, if that makes sense. You know, he you didn't put your players in the position to make more chances because, let's face it, every your, every chance you get in the game, you're not going to make every single one of them. Maybe that was just one chance that you didn't make, but we, we, we didn't set ourselves in the position where we can create more and potentially make another one of those chances in. Definitely. You know what? I just read something that just clicks perfectly, and it's our oh. good friend Chicken Biscuit who says, we're seriously lacking composure. That is the word of today. Composure. No, not this today, the whole season. That's been the whole season. And I think we've said it many times. Yes. And 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 it's like we 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 come back to the same narrative. It's no composure and no structure. If it's right. not one word, it's another. But it's these two recurring words. And who is it up to to fix that? Yeah, it's Piojo. And okay. and, and look, we, we say that every week, but then we say, okay, well, he did something good. A little bit here. He did something good a little bit there. And I think now what we're asking is for not just a full 90 minutes. We're asking for a full two legs to say, hey, give us give us the team we know we can be. Right? I think that's what we're all asking for here. Yeah. We're asking for structure and composure. And we're asking for the team to go out there. And, and, and I think Piojo demonstrated right. Go out there and play with some heart. Mm-hmm. Close out the game. Right. Learn how to close out the game. Because it's, it's, it's two narratives here that that are, that are equal in both legs it's can't close out a game and can't finish your chances mm-hmm. simple in in the Messi Diaz we had a simple opportunity to kill the game off Oriol Peralta should have easily scored that I, I don't care what you say the goalkeeper rushes out blocks him out look Oriol had a a very good opportunity to just make him before he he, he he Talavera comes out in in kind of that famous Christ position Oriol Peralta before knew how to be a clinical finisher. Now it's worrisome that, he, now. Can't, that yeah. he can't, you know, those those that were but his it, bread but and butter. it's really surprising. It wasn't. It, and that's the thing, though. And and we talked about this. When Oriol Peralta missed that, what do we say? We said, we're not surprised. It's like when, when we have a penalty and we miss. At this point, we're just like... We don't we, we don't even get excited when the ref marks to the PK spot. Honestly. I think we're more excited about a free kick. Yeah, I was just about to go to that. Yeah, than uh-huh. a penalty and what that. But that I'll get to that more case. in the second game. I'll get to that more in the second game, though. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and then you can't close out a game. Mm-hmm. Both games, both in the Azteca and the Stadium Mesilla, you can't close out a game. Right. How crucial did we mention that America walks out with a victory against Toluca? We said it was everything. We said, get a result. I said, a result at this point, quote unquote, is a draw, right? And I used yes. the example perfectly and it worked and, and it played out to a T. But let's, let, let's, go, let's go back to what we wanted. We wanted that victory. We wanted the win, right? Because that means Toluca has to come out and score three. Yeah. Right? They have mm-hmm. to score three or at least two and, and all the mathematics. But Toluca was under pressure at that point. Yes. America would have had an easier, easier matchup. Now, didn't do so because it couldn't close out a game. Now you go on. And let's move on into the second leg, the Estadio Azteca. Quite frankly, I I was I was worried again. I was like, I don't know what what, what team we're gonna get, right? Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. And Dylan, lead off the lineup for for everyone for uh, Sunday's lineup in the Estadio Azteca. Sunday's lineup in the Estadio Azteca was Marchesin, Aguilar, Alvarez, Valdez, Aguilera, Sanchez, Uribe, Guido, Cecilio, Roger, and Henry. That was the biggest news. Oribe Peralta is hitting the bench, second leg. I applaud it. Yes. Right? I think we yes. can all agree that was the right move to make. <clears throat> now, if you notice something in regards to the defense, there was a switch in the starting 11. I want to see if you gentlemen can, can make it out. Mm-hmm. At least you do I would expect you to try to make it out. Was the it? Back three? Yes, from the back three. Yeah, uh, yeah, Edson. Edson uh, was uh, playing yeah. in the middle. Edson wasn't the, the center center back. That's and how funny. important was that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was very important actually. But I'll, I'll tell you why it was so important. It was because um, it was because in the second leg, with Bruno Valdez in the middle, he had more of a liberty. He was kind of more. You guys can go, Mark. I'm good by myself. I'm good as being the last man. And Bruno fantastically played that position. A position that I think suits him perfectly. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think coming into this Pumas game, he needs to start in that position again. Look, I love Edson. I love what he's doing. I love what the player he's becoming. But naturally, I don't think that position suits him just yet. Why? Because I feel like Edson ha- wants to have the liberty to go forward, push forward a little bit more yeah. mm-hmm. in that center back spot. And you can't do that. You cannot do that. When you're the last man, I agree. You yeah. So much space, so much space. But mm-hmm. Bruno there worked perfectly. Now, second leg, moving on into this. Henry starts. We don't really bat an eye because after the poor performance we got from Mario Peralta, we thought, okay, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. And what happens? My God, it, 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 he plays a beautiful ball through to Cecil Dominguez. The uh, ball just finds its way through to Roger Martinez, who slots it home. Third minute. Think, all right. We're flying. Let's keep going. For a second, I thought, great. America's falling back to that sit back, hold on to the lead, which they did. And Toluca almost scored. But Mm -hmm. I think think something snapped. I think something awakened. And they said, okay, let's push forward. And what happened? We got got another another goal. We got another goal. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what we wanted. That's exactly what we needed. Mm -hmm. So tell me why. Why we stopped doing it? Because we stopped doing it at the second goal. No, because Biojo. I think Biojo said it. Yeah, Biojo said in the press conference he was fine with the two nothing. He was satisfied with the two nothing. He knew that they had it in the bag at two nothing, which was the mistake. Mm -hmm. Because he because he felt that America had it in the bag. He then decided, okay, let's just drop back then, and let's not, you know, let's not let's not force anything anymore. And we, that was the problem. We were said to be one of the best offensive teams in the league, right? I think uh, we I think were, our good friend we uh, Tom Harrison, we were talking off camera with him, and uh, he was like, you know, you guys are one of the best defensive teams in the league. Uh, Ricky, no, it was Ricky. It was Ricky who said, he, you, guys, you guys are one of the best offensive teams in the league. Why are you guys always bashing your center backs or your defense? And as we said, because we, we see what a lot of people don't see, Mm-hmm. A lot of people look at the numbers and say, "Wow, America's yeah. defense is phenomenal." Mm-hmm. They're not letting in goals. They but guess what? Games. Guess what? Marchesin has so much to do with that. 
the fact that we get lucky sometimes is a lot. How many times does the post come to to our aid? Ooh, yeah, a lot. Right, we know that we're not solid in the back, and this game proved perfectly in both legs why it is that America keeps saying defensively we're not sound. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 worrisome because now we're going up against Pumas, who granted may not be the scariest opponent, but guess what? They got players who they have you. momentum. Yeah, they got momentum yeah, they're, as well. They're on fire they're, right now. Yeah, they're they're riding momentum right now, and I mean, it's arguable that we have some, but it, they have way more than we and do they're, going at they're, this. They're not afraid to pressure us. They are oh. not afraid to go at us. We saw that again. If you guys watched the games against Tigres, they are not afraid of anybody. They will go at you till the ninetieth minute, and that's what America needs to learn how to play. That this game is not forty-five minutes. This game is one hundred eighty minutes, and we need to learn that very, very, very fast, or else we're not going to go to the final. Now, we will talk about how we could use that momentum against Pumas when we preview that game. Because I think it's important how we how, how we break this game down and, and how the structure of everything is going to work. Because America could easily win this game if they do the things right. But at this stage, you think, I, I think you got a better chance of winning the lottery than, than seeing America <laughs> actually play the perfect game. Right. But back to this Toluca game. You see. Pioco said, right, at 2-0, he's like, we got it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He, that's what he said. And that's arguably should be okay. At 2-0 up, you should think, you should think, yeah, my team's got it. There's no way this Toluca team can go and score three goals. But in everyone's, back of the, in everyone's mind, in the back of their head, they already know defensively we look weak. Mm-hmm. And, it, and all it takes is one goal. All it takes is one goal. For everything to get break broken down. And we'll I'll talk about more when we get to the second half. Right. And see where Piojo messed up big time. Now, moving on into the second half. Substitution straight yeah. off the bench. You have Georgie Sanchez come off for Luis Reyes. Now not Piojo explains that there was no injury, that it was just a tactical decision. And okay. I will say fine because you're going left back for left back. That's it. That's all I'll say. Fine. If you're going left back for left back, I'm good. I understand that. But when you move the game over, and, and, and it works out because guess what? We get another goal. We're up 3 0. Right. But to look at that point, had 10 already. Yeah. We can't, mm-hmm. we can't miss that 10, that red card because Luca had 10 already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Toluca has 10 men. America's winning 3-0. Yes. They're playing fairly decently well. Right. I don't like the fact that they're giving Toluca more of the ball as the time progresses. Toluca sees more and more of the ball. They grow more and more during the game. That's I don't like that. Up. That's what we mess up. Why are we playing so back when we're up a man? We're up a man and we look like we're playing with 10. How does that happen? Dylan, answer this question. It's, it's 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 just typical. I mean, it really, it really like we said, you know, Piojo said, you know, two 0 up, you know, we're solid, we got this, you know, um, you know, I, I to be honest, you know, after seeing Luis Reyes playing, you know, I really wish Sanchez never came out. I mean, you can argue that Sanchez was having a very good game too, and then um, you go down to man, you score the third one, and I was like, okay, you know, let's keep pressing, let's just press a little more. And let's see more from the team, but you That's don't. What I'm saying. Yeah. You, you, but you don't, and then you give up that silly foul. 
to Sambuesa leading to their to their first goal. Everything and, was, and, and, yeah. and, and that's that's when you feel it. That's when you feel like you're like you're like oh third, shoot. After the third goal, you kind of saw for at least I want to say five minutes maybe that we actually were trying to get that fourth. But it also seemed like we didn't get the fourth, so we were like, okay, enough of this. Let's just go back and play defense. Like, why go with that mentality when you're up a man? You know you can score more. You know you can put this team out of their misery, but you do the complete opposite. Like, I think that's where everyone's frustrated. Yeah. And it's frustrating because, like I said, it's it's a narrative that you see in both games. It's you can't finish you can't finish your chances and you can't close out games. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's it's kind of like they have a weak mindset. Like when, like, I think Chris put it perfectly. They just, they're just too confident. They got way too confident and they just thought that the series was over when in fact they had a whole half an hour left to play. And we were literally two minutes away from getting eliminated in the worst possible way. And I just guess some of these players don't realize what they're actually playing and who they're playing for. I won't say they got too confident. I will say this. They got too comfortable. Mm-hmm. They got too comfortable with a 3 no lead that they thought we don't have to do the same things we were doing 15 minutes ago. We don't have to press. We mm-hmm. don't have to move the ball as much. We can have Toluca come at us. They have 10 men. We snag away on a counterattack, 4-0, game over. It's as simple as that, right? It. it Someone would be thinking right. yeah, it should be right. as simple as that. Right, but, but why even have that in your mindset when you're up a man? And when you're in a Ligia. And when you're in Ligia, exactly, yes. Look, a lot of people say there's kind of this sportsmanship of, you know, not doing some overkill result. I say to that, screw that, you're in a Ligia. I don't care if you have the opportunity to win 14 nil. You take that opportunity. Go for it, exactly. All right? Hmm. Leave all that sportsmanship thing for a regular season matchup when you don't need to score 14 goals. But yeah. if you can just go out there and score and score and score, just do it. I don't I don't care. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It, it's, it's, it just goes better for you. Right? right? Because, mm-hmm. like I mentioned to you guys, if America would have came out with a 3-0 win or even a 3-1 win, this podcast has a whole different tone. Yeah, whole different. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're over here celebrating. We're talking about America had a very good matchup. It's a whole different America from Thursday. Mm-hmm. Sunday's America team was much better. It looks like we're progressing. We're getting more momentum. We're gonna go into this Pumas game with our heads held high. We're, we're gonna be riding our horses into this. But no, now we're here. We're sitting back and we're having the same conversation that we did last week. Yeah, it's we don't have the team that we want, and we don't know if we're gonna get it. Yeah. And as we keep picking out these flaws that we've been picking at throughout the whole season, and that's what frustrates me. It's you had a whole, whole 19 games now, 19 games, and you still haven't been able to figure out the little things that could make you into this most lethal team. In the league, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating, really. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, it's, it's, it's ridiculous because we should be celebrating the fact that we're into a yeah, semifinal game. Finals, but it's, it's just like, I don't <laughs> and, know. And we're here over here discussing every, every negative aspect of it. And, and, and Dylan, if someone was to ask you as to why it is that, that we're not rejoicing in this, what, what would your answer be? Basically what you just said, is just, it's just frustrating a lot of times to see this team play. I mean, you don't know what team you're going to get. 
I mean, that's, that's basically the bottom line and the, and the silver lining and all this is, you know, this team come out and, and play a, a great game, a dominant 3-0 three, three win. And next week come out and struggle and, and barely draw or, 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 or barely win. It is. It's extremely frustrating. So, Toluca gets that one goal. Sambuesa, beautiful free kick. If Marchesin takes a step a little bit earlier, I think I he gets there. But yeah, um, yeah. I'm not going to criticize him. A, a, it's a great goal. Tremendous. Whatever. At 3-1, you're thinking, shit, they got 20-something minutes. To score two. To score two. And you already mm. know. You already know that the referee is going to give four plus. It's already guaranteed. Yeah, it's guaranteed. We're, we're yes. taking too much time on the ball. That and every foul will go to Lucas' way. We, we, we already knew that, though. And yeah. it did. Yeah, but, but like we said, and I, I, I think we've always mentioned that we're not here to talk about the referee. No, no, no. I'm just saying that that's pretty much the mindset of every game when a team is down. They're going to get the plus four and they're going to get every foul to make this game more interesting. And that's what happened. Controversial. But it's, it's but I could see. Go, I, go look at the VODs. Everybody in the chat, go look at the VODs. It happened. Go look. But the thing is, and, and oh, a wait, lot of people will say, speak, where did. Speak, speaking about it, that wasn't even a foul on some boys' goal. That wasn't even a foul. Yeah, well, we even didn't even touch him. He ran past him. He fell. Uh, yeah, but like, Chad, like I said, the at the end of the day, the referee blows the whistle, <laughs> and there's only one person that can change his mind, and that's himself. And the VAR didn't call him out on it. So, Chad, go look at the VAR. Thank you. So that was it. That was it. Now, now we'll 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 leave it at that. Like like I mentioned, because a lot of people will say, first of all, where did he get six minutes from? In the set in the first leg, right? Yeah, I'm not going to that. Yeah, I'm not going to Oh, minutes. the first leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. first leg. Yeah, yeah. First yeah. Leg. right. Yeah, I was not going to that. I thought that was I, I. That blew my mind. But like I told you guys, if you flip your 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 mindset instead of saying, "Oh my God, he just gave six minutes. That's crazy." Mm-hmm. Why don't you think, "Oh my God, we have six minutes. Let's do something." Right, not, but at the, but at that moment, you're not thinking like that because you're the one with the lead and you're the one trying to protect it. Yes, but if you're being yeah. so conservative. Then that that's gonna happen to you every single time if you well, take initiative. That's, that's to, the old mindset. The that's, yeah, that, now yeah. I have six minutes. Let's use them correctly. Using because guess what? A lot of people will complain. Well, Toluca had six minutes. Well, you had six minutes as well. What did right. you do within those six minutes? I guess just the difference in coaches. I guess. Well, I can't even say that because I, I don't know. It's just a, a hot take only because Toluca was down and we all knew they had. They were the ones. That had to go and get that goal. We didn't really need to get that goal, if you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. But I completely understand you. Like we should have pressured and maybe had a chance or two, because you know the way we were playing, you know, it kind of, it kind of would have taken to look off guard. Like, oh crap! Like, what are they doing? Like, why are they pressuring us? They haven't done this all second half. Why are they doing this all of a sudden? You know, so it might have taken them off guard. But the fact that we didn't do it, we'll never know what could have happened. But like you said, any normal coach, I guess per se would have told their team, okay, go out there and you have six minutes, try to get a shot on goal or something, rattle them a little bit. Don't make them think that they have all the six minutes to score their goal, you know? And you know what? And, and, if, you, and if you're just if you're still trying to hold off the game, if, if you're still trying to kind of run down the clock, tell me, why on earth is your winger not taking the ball to the flag? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why is he trying to run at the defense and yeah. lose it right away? Mm-hmm. Run to the flag, run to the byline, get a foul, get a rebound, get something, hold the ball up there. That's the that's the whole concept of this is if you're trying to run down the clock, keep it on the other side. 
I don't care if it's you against four people. You find a way. You find a way to get fouled. Or if you lose it, guess what? They still got acres, acres to run at before they get to your own goal. Yeah. So it, it was. It's, it's just the mentality that some of these players I have that, that that just frustrates me even more. It's like you're a professional. You should know how to run down a clock. I, yes, I know sportsmanship wise, that's not the play to, the way to go about it. But if that's your mindset, if that's your game, at least execute it correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least do these things right. Yeah. Right now, now we're moving on. Toluca scores that goal, and then you think, great, they're gonna come at us. They did. They did, and then William da Silva scores a great goal. I think that right. that, that touch but, just goes over Marchesin's hand perfectly. Let's um let's backtrack a little bit though. Okay. After Samboisa scores the goal, Edson Alvarez comes out and Joe Corona goes in. Which moments, I don't like. Moments pass by, and all of a sudden, you see the weirdest back five in the history of America history. You have. Joe Corona playing, I think it was right back. Yeah, right wing back. Mm-hmm. Bruno Valdez Aguilera. Then you have Luis Reyes playing center back. And then you have Paul Aguilar playing left back. Now, if you're bringing in Joe Corona, I thought he was going to play more of a midfield position. Yeah. Why on earth would you bring in Joe Corona, panic, into putting him into right back? Like, how on earth does that make sense? And why do it at the moment when you know Toluca only has 20-plus minutes and you know they're going to come guns blazing? Why on earth would you ever do that? I think someone should have put, someone should have tweeted hashtag bring Osmar back. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. You literally panicked at the worst time ever and it nearly cost you the game, and the whole series. And you know what? Even if he would have made that substitution, there was much, much better ways of going about it. Now, That's what I'm think saying. about it this way. Guido Rodriguez could have... Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I understand Edson had the yellow, and that's why he took him off, because he's trying to save him. But at least use Joe Corona correctly, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess we're not we're not that much Joe Corona fans, but at least put him in the position where he actually plays, and not in a foreign position in the Ligia game. Yeah, he he uh, he pulled off a of Mickey Mouse right there. Yeah, it was it's terrible. Now, if he look, I thought he could have easily gone with a back four. Yeah, and two center defensive mids, and a back four. Mm-hmm. But again, this is what we've been talking about. It was the fact that their mind game and their their mindset and their mentality, their game plan at that point was not. We're gonna play the ball around. We're gonna take it to the corner. We're gonna move the ball around. It was, we're going to soak up the pressure. We're going to soak up the pressure. We're going to soak up the pressure. We're up by two goals. There's no way they, that this team scores two goals. Mm-hmm. As soon as you invite that, you're, 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 you're practically, you know, building your own coffin at that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. You're setting yourself up for failure, basically. Really? It, it really just is. It's mm-hmm. that simple. Yeah. And then what happens? It's so Lucas scores the second goal. And it had to be Da Silva, right? Had to be with <laughs> Silva. And I, I, I learned a lesson too. I saw that Silva come in and I started laughing. And I said, Oh, yeah, that he was going to be their savior. Yes. What a great substitution. I'm never doing that <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, casi los sal. yeah to be honest. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I was laughing too. I was like, What the hell is this guy going to do? 
And little do I know, he almost eliminated us. So, uh, yeah, never Gosh, again. Gosh, dang it. Yeah, yeah, never again. Never again. Ever, yeah. ever, <laughs> ever. Now, Dylan, what minute was that that they that we on the Silva scores for Toluca? It was like 87. 88. 87-88. Mm -hmm. 87-88. You're talking about that, yeah. three minutes, and then the referee gives an added five. five. So you're talking about eight minutes yeah. within that time frame. Yeah. Everyone's heart was in their mouth at that point. Yes, literally. Like, even myself. I, I even put on Twitter. I was like, I can't even tweet. I, 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 I'm too nervous at this point. Because how ridiculous, how much, what a fool we would look like. If we got knocked out after yeah. being three nil up against mm -hmm. a ten man side, ten man, yeah. I dropped my water burger at that point. <laughs> Look, how, and that's saying something. That's saying something because it's it's you can't at that point. You're just thinking to yourself, no, they're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. America's gonna completely blow it out. I swear, I think Luca had three crosses into the box. Nice. So every single one of those crosses, I thought the ball was going in automatically. I was like, oh my god, your heart dropped. It. Your heart yeah, dropped because you, you didn't know because you thought at this point we don't we're not solid. There's no way that defensively we can cover this. You have a center mid playing right back. Mm -hmm. I, I I'm just gonna say this. We're fortunate that Toluca did not have their shooting boots on in the last yeah. couple minutes. Mm -hmm. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Final whistle blows. I mean, all, all I can say is I was Ooh. glad that was over. And we'll, I'll leave it at that. A lot Can of work to do, it? like it was. I was even time. happy. Like, I mean, I was happy, obviously, but I wasn't. I didn't show any emotion though after that final whistle blew. I was just like, that final whistle blew, and I thought to myself, "How the hell are we gonna get past Pumas?" Yeah, that's um, that's gonna be complicated, like very complicated. And everyone sees the the matchups, and everyone thinks that we had the easier draw. Yeah, listen, Pumas is. By no means a walk in the park. Nope. And it's not the same promotion from last year either. I guarantee you that. We're not gonna see a four nil at yeah. uh, Seoul. At, at Seoul, yeah. Seoul, yeah. But I, I would like one though. Yeah. I, w I would like a four one in Seoul. Why not? If America can go out and win four nil in Seoul, I will shave off my beard. Guys, get some, can someone clip that or anything? Like, I will, this, like, no, I'll put that, that down. I will, it. I will say, I'll post it right now. If mm -hmm. America wins 4 0 at Seu, I will trim and shave my whole beard. You guys heard it here first. Okay, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. And we'll, we'll, we're about to talk about exactly what America can do to actually surpass this Puma team, which we know is not going to be. Can they do anything? I mean, can they? They can, and we'll break it down. But before we get further, it's trivia time, baby. Trivia it is time. trivia time. So let's let's just get a little bit of fun and excitement into this part. I feel like we're so we're so downers today. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're having a tough it. Tuesday. I'm sorry, we're making it tougher. Yeah, I mean, whatever now, right? All right. Well, Christian, it's yep. your turn to shine. Go tell these people what they have to answer. Okay, here we go. Um, today's trivia question is, it's going to be a weird one because I'm, I'm running out of ideas, honestly. I, I'm just having a block after that match on Sunday, but, um, today's trivia question is who was the backup goalie, the backup, not the starter, the backup goalie in the 2002 final versus Nick Axa? 
Wow, that was, that's a throwback. That is a throwback. That is a throwback. Mm-hmm. Dylan, can you guess the right answer? Ochoa? No. You were close, though. Yeah, you were close. If you had said Ito Casillas, you would have got it right. Mm-hmm. But that is a trivia yeah, question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm behind in points anyway, so oh, it doesn't matter. Hold on. Like at um, this point, like at this point, I just gave up. Just like I'm starting to give up on American yeah. defense. Also, nope. in the in this question, only because we're getting near the end of the season, there there will be a third option. It's triple. And in that third option, I will need you guys to put your size and what jersey you would like if you win the trivia for this season. Yeah, so yeah, you guys heard it. Go out there. We will tweet it out too. So uh, this is not the this is not the only time you get to submit your quite your answer for your for the size and stuff like that. If you are the winner, um, but it does help out a lot when we're kind of running through all the situation. But there is your question. Go answer it. You guys have like always an hour. Go get your double points, and if you get right, make sure, make sure you didn't use Google. Yeah, send, send the second link. I think I updated that one. Oh, the so second link? All right. Yeah, second link, yeah. I mean, I think it's on the first link too, but just to send on the second link just in case. Better safe than sorry. Yeah, better safe than sorry, yeah. So click the second link, guys, and uh, f- fill out that third section for me, please. It'll it'll help uh, speed things up and when ordering your, um, your guys' mm-hmm. things. Thank you again for playing every week. Like, I think I haven't said it a million times, and I'll say it a million and one. This was just a trial for us. We did, we did not expect this to blow up the way it did, and uh, we're very happy that it did. We have big plans for next season, and just thanks again for playing, guys. Indeed. Thank you so, so much. Now, let's jump into the nitty-gritty that is America versus Pumas. Clásico. Clásico Nacional in the Liga, in the semifinal Wait, no. I mean, Clásico Capitolino. I'm sorry. Look, I, it, it has been a long day, and it, it's, it's going to be a longer week because America plays on Thursday. And I, oh, I don't right know what you I'm kind of winded after <laughs> after reviewing the Toluca game. I'm a little <gasps> bit knackered here, but we're going to push. We're going to get that second win, and we're going to keep pushing. Clásico Capitolino in the semifinal. This is yeah, huge. Wow. That's huge. Huge, mm-hmm. right? Why? Because it's a semifinal? Yes, of course. Duh. But it's classical. Classical, baby. Which means everything is on the line. And you got to go out there and you got to win. Even it. your pride. Mm-hmm. Semifinal was here, but now it's up here only because of the rival. Exactly. It is so important. Higher, everything is higher now. Now, America, who has seen themselves be in this position before, again, one year ago. Against Tigres six months ago against Santos. Mm-hmm. This is it. You got Pumas now. And Pumas. you cannot make yourself the fool against your most one of your most fierce rivals. Mm-hmm. So we mentioned that it was gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be a huge and difficult game coming up against Pumas. Yep. Obviously, Pumas riding the the wave. In regards to momentum, spirit, team attitude seems to be there. America, not so much. Maybe a lot more questions than answers coming into this game, right. which leaves me to think that there might be some doubt 
in some of these players' mind when they put when they step on the pitch. I really hope it's not though. Now that, that's the one thing we can't do. We can't. Now let's talk about what we think a result is against Pumas. Just the way we did last week. Now, gentlemen, I ask you here in front of everyone, what is a result coming into the Pumas game? After the 90 minutes in Seu are over, what is it that America needs to walk out of to say, yes, this was a result? Anything but a loss. Okay, Dylan? I said it last week. Say it again this week. Dylan? Is that the right answer? A million goals? So we take back to the Azteca. <laughs> that would be nice. Even even a million goals up, you still feel like we'd find a way to bottle it. Yeah, <laughs> we would be the ones to bottle that. It'd be like a million to a million one. It, I feel like it'd be possible. <laughs> yeah, to be honest. But let's let's be honest here. I, well, I let's break know. it down again. I think a result for America is a one is is a draw. No. Then what's the result? A win. We, I, I mean, as as much as much as we could sit here and argue that yes, this team has left us with a lot of questions, more than answers through nineteen games on this on on this season. Now is definitely the time to go out and make a statement since you're going out against your rivals a Clasico, for God's sake. You, I mean, despite the fact that we just like sat. Back and ranted with I get when we played the Luca about how oh we got our goal we sit back soaked up the pressure really try to relieve all the counter and it doesn't work obviously you know you would think but obviously we haven't seen it happen that Piojo learning from his mistakes but this is your chance to go out make a statement and show the team that you can be it really is especially on your rivals home turf. It's got to be. It's got to be. I, I mean, you, you know, it's got to be a win. It's We, we got to walk out with, with at least two away goals. Okay. Interesting because I'm just going to say that you're right, Dylan. At this point, we need that. Will we get that, though? That's the thing is will we get that? And I think yeah. more, 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 more and more We as the time goes by, all of us are tended to say no. We're hesitant. Yeah, very. Because as much as we believe in this team, we also know they're gonna let us down. In regards to our <laughs> one way or another, they will let us down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's not. <laughs> yeah, like it's not good. Like we're laughing, but it's not good though. We're 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 in a very poor relationship with America, in which we're the girls, <laughs> and we have you know we deserve better. We yeah, deserve exactly. better. We're, they're not treating us better. <sighs> but somehow they're 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 getting it done though, and yet and and, and just just like that we still come back to them. Yeah, we're <laughs> the, yeah, we're terrible, <laughs> we're terrible. <laughs> okay, so then give me your predicted then. Give me your predictions for Thursday, Christian. You want the lineup or the score? No, predicted score line. Then we'll move on to predict the lineup, and then we'll talk about tactics. Wow. Hmm. I think we win three one. Going three one. Going three one. Interesting. It, firm it. Clip it. Do whatever. Three one. We win. Three one. Christian. Dylan. What's your uh? What's your predicted? Man, I'm I'm stuck right now between between two, but uh, I guess I'm gonna go two one. 
2 1. Okay. Yeah. 2 1. Now, I'll give my prediction. And I will say America walks away with a win, a narrow win of 1 0. That that's what I was thinking too. That's legit what I was that's thinking. I was saying, you know what? I, I can't see it be one nil or two. Right? So I'll say one nil. Mm. But yes, for the man. sake, for the sake of breaking this game down, let's say America walks away with a draw. Okay. Which probably the most likely thing, but you know, I'm very optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I mean I mean, despite what I said, I'll be pretty content with the draw too. But I'd much preferably want the win, right? I think everyone does. Yeah. So first, let's just say America goes out to Seoul and gets a draw. They go into the Azteca. They gotta do better than they did against Toluca. I mean, everyone yeah, just automatically, you, automatically, that's a no-brainer. But how? How is the question? But let, let's. Let's break it down and 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 let's talk about the first leg first. How do you think we're gonna go out? I think it's fair to say we're gonna see this back five. Yeah, I was gonna mm-hmm. say if anyone thinks that we're gonna change the back five, it's very unlikely. Very unlikely. Okay. Very unlikely. But now, I'm not gonna say that's not gonna happen because Don Fiojo is gonna throw a curveball and announce. Well, I don't think he announced his lineup at the year. Or did he? Did he do it last week? He no. didn't. Mm-mm. Okay, no. no. We were all in, no. yeah, okay, in the dark so, for that. Okay, so now that it, we can agree on a for on on the formation, now give me your starting eleven. Okay. And then Dylan, you can add on or remove. Okay, I will put Oscar Jimenez. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> you say that now. You said that now, and guess what? Now, Oscar Jimenez is starting. It's gonna happen. Right? It's gonna happen right? that. <laughs> okay. Um, I have Martinez in net. Um, Sanchez, Aguilera, Bruno Valdez, Edson Alvarez, Paul Aguilar. That's the back five. I'll have Ibarguen, Guido, and Mateo Suribe. And I'll have Roger and Oribe Peralta up top. Interesting. Oribe gets back in the lineup. Dylan, any changes well, to that? Because I don't know if you guys saw what happened at the end of the Luka game. I don't know if you guys saw what Bioho did to Cecilio and Henry, which is why I'm taking both of them out. If anyone in the chat knows, type it in the chat. Yeah, but when you tell them to play with more heart. Yes, okay, yes, there yeah, you go. Yeah. Yes, he told that to both of them, to Ceci and to Henry. He said it to both of them, and that's why I think that they will not be starting this Thursday. I could be wrong. I probably am, but the heart, you know, that's what mine's telling you. Okay, Dylan? I'll agree with that, but uh, I'll, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if Cecilio started. I I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why, but like I feel like Bioho has like this kind of like uh, this faith in him for some reason. Yeah, I I I see that too, and that's exactly why I say uh, we're going with the same lineup that we saw against uh, Toluca in the second leg. So literally, rinse and repeat that. Mm-hmm. Even with Ceci and Henry starting. Yep. Okay. I think they both start. Okay. Now that we can agree on a lineup, let's talk about what what does America need to do against Pumas at home? Time out. Okay. Call it. I forgot to report earlier. Agree the situation? No, no, no. The Linus situation. There was a report that Linus was starting on Thursday. And it was from Tier 1. 
So I don't know why I don't know why I put Ibargüen there when Linus is gonna be there. So yeah, take out Ibargüen and put in Linus there. So it'd be Linus, Guido, Mateos, and then Oribe right up top. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, but going back, go continue. My my good host. Well, so <laughs> so let's talk about what does America need to do in order to break Pumas down at home. Now there's a very good Puma side that <laughs> beat Tigres three one at home. Yeah. Well, and, no. No, Tigres beat Pumas. Too. I mean, no, 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 at home. Tigres, oh, 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 yeah, at home, yeah, yeah, you're right, at home, at home. Pumas meant... beat Tigres at home. Yeah, yes, yes, you're correct. I'm, I'm all over the place, my bad. Then they used the back five as well. Yeah. I'm looking at their formation right now that they use against Tigres. Mm-hmm. We could see two back fives going at it this game. I think, I think we come out on that only because you saw – well, at the beginning, Pumas was chasing the goal because they were down. And yeah. that's when you saw the most dangerous side of Pumas because they were down. And the constant pressure was scary. It rattled Tigres a little bit. And if they managed to rattle us, knowing how we are, you know, mental-wise, that could, that could spell trouble for us. Which is why I think we need to take the game to them right away. Don't right, let them... And- but we have, though. We have these past four games. We have put the pressure in the beginning. We have scored that early goal. It's all about just what happens after the goal that gets us all upset, you know? It's maintaining. That, it's maintaining. Yeah, yeah, and that composure that we need to compete, uh, that compete, maintain, that composure we need to maintain after we score that goal is crucial. And we cannot fall back into the mindset of sitting back and letting them attack because they will attack. They're not afraid of anybody, this Pumas team. They, they took it to Tigres. They'll take it to us. They don't care. They don't care who we are. They're, they're gunning for that final spot, and they'll do whatever it takes. If it means exposing themselves a little bit just to pressure them, because they know how to they know how to attack and then cover the little spots in the back. They know how to do that very well. Tigres wasn't lucky enough to expose it, but, you know, they, they did it very well. But Pumas will be aggressive, and we know that, and we need to be ready for that. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think there's a lot that America needs to do. A lot of things that they have to get right, and a lot of things. There's there's not a there's not a lot of room for for mistakes here in this matchup, especially in the semifinal. And then on top of that, a clasico capitolino. Mm-hmm. Dylan, I, I'm interested to hear what do what do you think America needs to do within this first leg? Um, just just keep their mentality. I mean, that all that's all it is, and I think I think that's something that we talked about too is keeping their composure, because that's something that they've lacked, and that's something that you said that we hit upon. So you know, um, obviously, go out, go get that early goal, because you know these away goals are going to be important, especially whenever we go back to the Azteca. You know, depending on the result, especially if we're if we're still working on this two-two situation. I mean, you got to keep the same mentality for the whole 180 minutes, because that's how you got to look at it. Uh, if you don't keep that, then things are going to go south for you. And, you know, we either scrape by or we get knocked out. Yeah, I, I, I think at this point, a lot of people are looking at it that way. And and yeah. we said, get the goal and maintain the lead. And we don't, and, and a lot of things, people will say, yes, maintain the lead. But what is maintain the lead? What does that even mean? Right. Well, it's it's simple. I think it's it's knowing how to move the ball around and what, to do and what not to do in situations because there's a lot of times when we have the lead, we're still trying to force passes. Mm-hmm. We're playing long ball United. We're hoofing the ball up. It's it's, it's sometimes I feel like they they the, their own mentality is they're pressured. They have to get rid of the ball. Yeah. You know, it's like the ball. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. it's 
it burns them or something. I have no idea, but the, it's they feel like it's gonna bite them, and you can't you can't have it like that. Yeah. You know, at, at this point, be the person that takes it because I feel like we lack leadership at times. We do. I really I, I feel like we lack someone who says, "Hey, hold the ball, move it around. That's all you gotta do. You don't gotta get fancy with it. You don't gotta take two three players on. It's simple pass, touch and go." Touch and go. You're, you're you're describing a very a very important player that we don't have right now. Um, he's French, and I think he'd be perfect in a situation like this. Yeah, but we can't mention him because he's not important right now. He's irrelevant. Yep, you gotta you might you gotta make do with what you got. Exactly. So that's why I feel like Oribe is. Oribe well, can be that guy. He can right, because he right, showed but, that he can be. Mm-hmm. The only problem is not for the first. I, I think comes. I think it'd be better if he comes as a super sub, you know, to calm everyone down. Like, yo, let's relax. If we have the lead, relax. We have the lead. Let's just move the ball around. Don't worry. And Oribe is that voice. I don't. Th- I don't think he should start though. But my gut tells me that he is going to start. Okay, so we said America needs to go press Pumas from it, get that early goal, and maintain the lead by moving the ball around not making silly mistakes and keeping Pumas from reaching kind of the, their objective, you know, which is to, to, to try to get us on something. So let's say 90 minutes are over at Seo, walk away with a draw, whatever it is, one, one, two, two, maybe even a nil, nil. I don't know. I will, I would hate that because I really want an away goal. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's the most crucial part is get that away goal. Get that, yeah. mm-hmm. So let's say it's 1-1. Okay, I'll take that 1-1. Let's say America gets 1-1. We move on to the Estadio Azteca. Play the same game you played against the Luca for the first 15-20 minutes and learn how to keep playing that game throughout the full 90. Mm-hmm. Right? I've criticized a lot and I said all I want is 45 minutes. You're in a semifinal. I want the 90 minutes to be a hundred percent that game. And Dylan, I know this is something that you kind of shake your head to because this is something you've been kind of asking for as well as too. And and I I mean what, what can you see this team playing that game? I can and I can't because it, it goes back to the to the assumption we make what team are we gonna get? Because you know at some days you know I feel like Bill not necessarily has the perfect plan or the tactics, but like it's there to get it done. It's just some of these players don't execute. Because when's the last time we can really say we've had all eleven players play on the pitch? I mean, I mean, I mean, if if you if you if you can have that and you and you do that the whole ninety minutes of the game, then yeah, yeah, no doubt. But we need every person. It can't just be Uribe. It just can't be Renato Ibarra. It can't just be uh, Guido Rodriguez. It's got to be everybody. If if somebody's not pulling their slack and not pulling their weight, then you know what? They're going to, but once they get to explo- exploit that weak link, and all of a sudden everything's going to start crumbling down because of that. And it's just, it's just got to be. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got to have that mentality still that you realize you're in a semifinal. It's a classical, and you got to keep that mentality. You got to keep your composure no matter how the game ends up, no matter what just happened in the game. You got to realize what's at stake here. I think perfectly said and perfectly put by Cowboy Dan there that America needs to go out there and find 
find <laughs> I can't I'm sorry someone someone just put on the chat Dylan someone looked through the door or the window <laughs> while you were talking <laughs> I was trying to get like to that serious mode and then I saw the <laughs> he's checking now <laughs> he's checking <laughs> uh, uh, but it's the, it's the water burger delivery it's the water burger delivery damn yeah. look at that Dylan getting exposed cowboy dance delivery man getting exposed on the podcast nice nice unbelievable all right Back to what I was saying. He, Dylan makes a solid point here that if you have a weak link, Pumas will exploit you. And in a semifinal, a weak link can literally mean the end for you. Yes. So, I mean, it, it's it's nervy. It's going to be very yeah, nervy. And and and, I, and I'll mention this again, and, and I said it last podcast, you go man for man, we have the better team. Yes, we do. We have the better 11. We have the better 22, the 18, whatever you want to call it. We have the better players, right? Yes. So go out there and prove it. At this point, go out there and prove it. Prove why you finished second place. Yeah. Prove why you're the team that you are and prove why it is that you deserve to be a champion. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. Simple. Simple as that. Go out there and prove it. Go out there and show it. Am I confident? No. <laughs> because I'm nervous. Because I don't know what I'm getting from my team. Right. At this point, it's just, I don't Yeah, I think you put it perfectly. It's just like confusion. Like, we don't, like, we don't, we expect the back five. But what if, what if we get the back four? Then what? Then we just cover something completely different. You know? We don't know, we don't know what people's going to do. And I guess that kind of works. To an advantage, I guess, because Puma doesn't know either. So maybe that that'll be a curve. Maybe they maybe they have have the same mindset as us. Oh, they're gonna come up with the back five. Okay, so we'll just play the same thing we played against Tigres for the most thing, which was the three four three, which is extremely uh offensive minded, extremely um pressuring uh pressuring the other team, you know, and then they'll crumble. But what if we say, wait, wait a second, hold up, we're not playing a back, we're playing a back four, and we're gonna go after you. And then, you know, Pumas is all messed up. So, like you said, there's so many questions, so much confusion that we don't know what to get. And I guess that's where your nervous comes in, comes from. Yeah, a lot of uncertainty. But I do have faith that this team can turn around. 100%. And who knows? Maybe next week? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're talking about a whole different America said that just, you know, we're, we're like, yes. And that's it. And the, 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 and, but it has to start Thursday. It does. It has to. It, it has to it start has to. Thursday. It can't start Sunday. It has to start Thursday. Yeah, because if you're starting it on Sunday, that means that you're. Yeah, too it late might. Part. It might be too late. Exactly. You might be way too late, and then we'll never know. The Play. gauntlet is thrown. Yeah, better safe than sorry. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, give me your one player that changes this leg. These two series run. Which one player are you looking at that's gonna make the difference here? Marchesin. Okay. Mateo Suribe. Ooh, I like that. I'm one. Going, I like that pick. I'm going Roger. Damn. Remember how I we don't said, like that pick. Remember how we said that Roger was was not gonna turn it up in the year time. We said that like, you know. We said there's a possibility that he comes. We said there was a possibility, but we tears up the leaning, yeah, and makes him look like a fool. Right, but we were leaning towards like he's not gonna do anything. But look at him now. 
he's um, yeah. I I, that, I think now you're looking at uh, that the Luca game, the second one at least. That's probably his best showing in the American jersey ever. Pretty much. And, a lot of people are saying in the chat, Bruno Valdez. I mean, granted, so he deserves it. Right. And I will oh, say I this: pick. not for his goal, but for his defense, he's gonna be yeah, so he, important. Yeah, he played. So I don't care if he doesn't even get a goal. Mm-hmm. What he provides back there, it's gonna mm-hmm. be just as important. He really set it up this season, like, and we needed that. Yeah, and, I think I and think we need him to continue that. I think after his red card against Pumas, he buckled up. He buckled it up, kind of like Guido, no? Like yeah. last year, all he got was red cards, and this season he became a <laughs> phenomenal. I remember five, that best best five in the league, and you know. Maybe sometimes you just need that. Yep. It was a good wake-up call. Yeah. So, okay. Give me your prediction for Sunday. So I said three. Okay. We win 2-1. 2 one, Dylan? 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. And you had said 2-1? Yes, 2-1. I am going 2-0. Okay. I'm so, predicting two clean sheets in yeah, this series. I know. And, 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 and three, I'm not confident. After three, yo, I'm not confident. <laughs> after bashing how poor our defense has been, and, and after saying all these things, I've come out and said we shot Pumas out twice. Yeah. Hey, it's still on. Still, and I've said it. If America walks out with a four 0 or four one against Pumas, I, this beard is coming off. Mm-hmm. Just go um, back to playing 2K. Oh, man. I might as well just go back and and work on my jump shot. Mm. There you go. Keep hitting the back rim. I mean, not the back, rim, f- the backboard. You need to figure that out. Yeah. Yo, Chris just stole my answer. <laughs> but um, there's a connection. There is. There's a connection from all 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 our listeners, and then and I think it's fair to say that they all all. Are confident that America can get to the final, but it won't be easy and it will be very nerve wracking starting yeah. Thursday. Heck, even starting tomorrow night. I, I don't. I, I'm just gonna start thinking like, great, we have to play tomorrow. Play tomorrow. What, yeah. what are we gonna get? And of course, a lot of a lot of news coming out, especially uh, with the whole Linus situation, and of course, Guido Rodriguez who left in uh, injured practice. Yeah, it was just a just a scare. He'll be ready to go. On yes. Thursday. So, mm, um, so I obviously all these bit. things kind of play into factor. Uh, that if, if, yeah, if, if Guido was ruled out for the uh, first, one, this... I, we this is a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. Pedro Arce, oh my god, Pedro Arce comes in. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw someone tweet out that they don't care. I mean, well, obviously they do care, but if Guido would not were not to play Thursday, they wouldn't want Joe Corona. They would want someone from the Cantera to come play, and they said it for one reason only. They only said it because he's a Cantera player and that he knows what it is to put on an America jersey against a rival. If you know what I'm, what you know what I mean. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so and he'll, he'll give it all his heart and stuff. And I, to some extent, I agreed. And I guess that's how every player should feel that when they put on this jersey and go on, go out against a rival. Yeah, but that's 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 crazy. Yeah. You'll give you're in a semifinal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. But that's then, I, I, but then, but then I woke, but then I saw it, and I was like, okay, I agree with you, but hold up, this is a semifinal against Pumas. So I don't think you would want to do that. No, you would definitely put Edson in that position. Mm-hmm, definitely, yeah, yeah. 
There's your play from the Cantero. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. There you go. Um, but yeah, we, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of different conversation that would have been. Yeah, but, but luckily, thankfully, thankfully he's okay not. though. Um, I hope he takes it easy tomorrow. Yeah, I don't think they I should be want... having a tough practice. Yeah. Uh, now we'll have to wait and see. Time I mean, to... I don't know. I'll, I'll be heading down there tomorrow, so uh, don't worry. I'll, I'll let you guys know the scoop on what happens. Christian just goes around and 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 throws the waters at at the players. Yeah, basically that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh one day, one day we'll be down there. Oh, one day with, with training. You're mm-hmm. just gonna see me trying to keep up with uh, Osman Mares, yeah. who will be back at that time. Um. Now, interesting enough, if America makes it through, we would have a final that we will be covering. It would, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Chukamiska uh, <sighs> says, "Ivan, show your watch." I don't know why he wants me to show my watch. It's he wants you the watch. flex. He wants you to flex that Eagle iPod money that you be getting. <laughs> I don't know where it's at. <laughs> Dylan, I mean, Dylan spent it all, all of his on all, all of his vacations. Uh, talk about Dylan. What? Dylan easily. I went to Waterburger. <laughs> Dylan easily converted that money and flipped it. Or he could buy three houses right now. Yeah, that's true. So if you guys need investing, I'm still, I'm still waiting on my signing bonus though that you guys promised me. We'll, we'll give you another contract like Veracruz is doing with their players. Oh, okay, okay, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten messy. Oh, dude, really it's messy over there. Bad man, it's really bad. And wait, did you guys hear that Siboldi might be their coach? Ah, uh, look, like, I, like, that's a lot of like. How do they go? Like, how do they even manage that? Someone that took Santos to win the the, the title and now it's the head coach at Veracruz. Like, how does that even happen? He probably thinks it's like a road to glory series series in FIFA. Yeah, probably right. <laughs> it's like for his YouTube series, like it he takes like what, like the worst team in the league and tries to bring them up or like wins the title with them. It should be interesting. It should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, we're running down to the end of the podcast here. We're, uh, I mean, what more can we say? We w- we're expecting a good show now. Now I will say this, and if the players are listening and they would understand English, I would like to address them and say, look, you've been in this situation not once, twice. Make this your third situation at this point. Not only do you have a semifinal. You have a Clásico. So you're putting two things on the line. You're putting a ticket to the final and the institution, fan base, and everything that this game represents for the culture of America on the line. So as much as that is added weight, that should also be added motivation. Right? You go out there and you try to perform at 150%. And if you can't, then you sure as hell be giving at least a hundred, and that's it. Go out there, prove yourself. You are probably the best team in the league, aside from a little team called Cruz Azul. And besides that, to be honest, if we're going man for man, I I would argue that we still have the best team in the league, and that is it. Go out there, perform, do what you got to do, and afterwards, bask in the glory that you're going to play a final. And I think that's what we all want. We all want this team to finally make it because I think for the past two seasons, we can say we didn't quite deserve it. This season alone, we've played much better. 
I know, I know we've gone and criticized them very heavily, but it's because of these past two seasons that we're that we've been so critical about them. But you give me this team, and you put it up against these last two teams that were in the semifinal. This one by far is the best. Yes. So now, go out there and prove it. Show it. You got two legs. You have 180 minutes, like Dylan said. Go out there, perform, get the results for each game, and have us talking about good games, good results, and have us pumped up about a final and not sitting here criticizing about how we scrape through. Mm-hmm. And just go out there and give it. And as a player, I would imagine you want to win. So don't hide. Don't be a coward. Pick up the ball. Demonstrate it. Now? All right, all right, guys. That's the end of the podcast. Ivan just closed it right there. I don't have nothing to top and so I'm 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 off. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> but it's as simple as that. Is 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 if I can give that, then Piojo should be able to deliver that message. It should be, you know, your captain should be able to deliver that message. Marche, you, you guys saw that video of Marche giving the the pep talk before the game. Yes, and then I thought to myself, well, where was that same energy in the second yeah. half? Mm-hmm. It's so if you're gonna if, if you're gonna rile yourself up, then know that this is, has to be consistent. And it's like yeah. Dylan said, it's not ninety minutes; it's one hundred and eighty. Mm-hmm. Learn from it. Yeah, do it. I think that's the the key thing. They have to learn from their mistakes. They haven't done it all season, but somehow, some way, this Thursday will be the day. They, they will be the day that they have learned from everything, and they can carry that for the whole one eighty, and hopefully they can carry that through the final. And Definitely. hopefully we can be lifting that number thirteen. And that is the years. point. That is a point. Mm-hmm. So. That is our wrap-up of the Pumas game. Make sure you do follow us on Twitter, at Eagle iPod. We are going to be covering that game. We are going to be giving you guys live feedback, live tweets, breakdowns during halftime, everything, the whole nine yards. We're going to have you covered for both Thursday and Sunday. So join us at Eagle iPod. And follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud and Spotify. So if you ever miss a show for whatever reason, you can always have us on repeat. I always listen to us when I'm at the gym. And I always nice. come back and I think to myself, damn, should have said something better. Yeah, probably, right? <laughs> Same. Um, if you don't know where to find us on those platforms, you can go to our Twitter. And it'll, on our pinned tweet is all of our links where you guys can follow us, if you guys didn't know yet. Exactly. So you guys can go. We have you guys set up for everything. We're trying to set you guys up for success. To do so, America needs to set up us for success. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we get that come this yeah. week. Now, shifting transitions before we end the podcast, the ladies, yes, the ladies. The ladies have given us a lot to talk about and a lot of joy within this season. I I, I don't know if we should just transition to their side because I feel like this would be a happier podcast if if it was. You guys see that golazo, though? Oh, my goodness. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Beautiful. I mean, congratulations, ladies. I... If you guys are listening, congratulations. Another round of applause for you. You guys, you ladies, excuse me, were phenomenal. And they have their rematch against Tigres. The team that knocked them out to get to the final, now they're Mm -hmm. going to go and play Tigres. It's so important that these ladies go out and showcase what they're made of. Because we believe in them, and I know every single Americanista does so too. It won't be easy, though. It will not be. be Says it right. Tigres has been unbeaten this season. Yeah. To get to a final, that's it's gotta be a lot. That's gonna be hard. But 
I have faith in our ladies. Full faith. Full faith. And we will cover you ladies to the fullest extent as possible. Mm-hmm. Dylan, remind us when are the final for the ladies? First like is Tuesday t- t- Tuesday December 11th. I'm at the Stadio Azteca. And then the second leg is Saturday, December 15th. At the, the return leg. Yeah. El Volcan? December 11th and December 15th, correct? Yes, 11th and 15th. All right. There we go. We will have you covered, ladies. We promise you at least the final. At least the final. I mean, the second leg. The second leg. The, the, first, the first leg is going to be tough. Yes, the first leg will be tough. To you guys have the most wonkiest schedule. I have no That's idea okay, why. Though. Hopefully, on the 18th, we can be rejoicing two championships. And that is the goal. That, that is, is the that plan. would be ideal. This is the that ideal. Would be ideal. So, ladies, a day before my birthday, too. What a what what a podcast that would be on the 18th. That would be phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. We have to believe. We have to believe. Have faith. And as always, I always tell you guys this. First thing you do when you wake up on December 11th and December 15th, I don't care what it is. You grab your phone, you go on Twitter, and you hashtag, let's go, hashtag Lady Aguilas. They need all your support. All the support. We are going to get them as much support as we can from the U.S. and transition it all the way down to Mexico. Now, ladies, 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 ladies. If you are listening, this is as simple as this. I'll give you a I'll give you kind of the rundown the way to the to the guys. You have been in this situation before. You have been in this position in which everything is on the line. You got through now with a semifinal. Now vast in the glory. Rejoice in the victory. But come Tuesday, come Saturday, go out there and perform. And give it 120%. Because at this point, you can't just give 100 You have to go out there and you have to die for this. You have every right at this point to make history. You have the opportunity to engrave yourself in this culture. And you have the right to be remembered for an eternity. Depends on what you do within these next two matches. And believe in your team. Believe in your culture. Believe in what you have been doing right. And keep keep going at it. Keep using your guys' selves as top performers. You rely on each other. And after that, come 180 minutes, you will see that you guys will lift the trophy. Because as, as strong as this Tigres team side is, as tr- strong as they may have been this whole season, as a unit, I see what you guys have going on because you see it within the tweets, within the little bit we get to see within your campsite, you girls are 10 times better, 10 times stronger as a unit than that team is individually and as a whole. So go out there, perform, give it everything you have. Die for the jersey, die for the opportunity, and lift the trophy come Saturday, December 15th. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm literally crying in the club. Dude, and it's, freaking, what's your name? Uh, Peralta. 
are already playing back with the ladies after she came back with after that historic uh uh run Wonder in the U seventeen World Cup. Yeah, yeah, she's already back playing. I'm just like, yeah, oddly. And that's what you need to do. Because just imagine how much sweeter that vacation is gonna be <laughs> with a trophy. Oh, baby. It's we're so close. We're we're so close. We just have to believe. <sighs> almost there. We're almost there, ladies. Yeah. We believe in you and we will be sending you all our love and support through Twitter. And what more can we say? Hashtag Lady Aguilas. Well, gentlemen, we've come to the end of the podcast. Anything else you guys want to add on before we sign off? I really hope. I'm so ready for this semester to be over. I hope we're we're back next week with some, with some positive vibes. Um, We need to see this team improve. The men, we need to see them improve and learn from their mistakes. And, I just want to be talking about a fight next week. And I know we can. It's very possible. We all know it's possible. We just got to go out there and show it. Demonstrate why we are the biggest team in Mexico. Why we are the greatest team in Mexico. Why are we the best team in this league as of today? Let's go out there Tuesday and Sunday. Show the world what we have. Come back next week on this podcast. Talk about a final. As simple as that. We can do it. I believe in it. Dylan, anything else you want to add on before we go? Um, No. We're good. Well, as Dylan said, uh, good luck to everyone this week during finals. I know for some of you guys, it's already finals week. So hopefully uh, you guys aren't stressing about a final and an America game because believe me, at this point, you're, you're practically losing hair. Uh, <laughs> Dylan pointed at himself. I know it's you, Dylan. I know it's you. Don't worry. I you got this going. You got it. I know. I believe in you. Now tell me. We will be back next week. Hopefully, like Christian said, with much, much, much better anticipation uh and happier feelings. Say it that way. Let's say it that way. All righty, mm-hmm. gentlemen. Well, if that's uh if there's anything else to be said, I think we've said it all, right? I think we said it all. Alrighty, well, huge thanks to everyone who came out on the chat. I know Resaca Americanista was here for a little bit. Uh, Ms. Cari Torres, who just came, Chris45, as always, always here. Uh, Mr. Chicken Biscuit. Uh, let's see, who else am I missing out right here? Uh, Luis. Luis, as always, Luis coming out here. Mr. Emperor uh, Palpatine Emperor. was here. Yeah, Mr. Emperor Palpatine was here. I'm still, wait- I'm still waiting to hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise from him, but he never responds to me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, God and Escobar was also here. I mean, everyone, everyone, Garrett, our good friend Garrett was here as well. Everyone who came out to the live chat. Thank you so much. As always, we encourage you to come out here. The chat is amazing. Some of these people are, are just amazing. And now again, we thank you guys for everything that you guys have given us. And we hope to give back to you guys pretty, pretty, pretty soon. Mm -hmm. So again, thank you so much for your support. And, uh, as always, gentlemen, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming out here. Christian, Cowboy Dan, thank you so much. No, my pleasure. My favorite part of the week. Definitely. I think it's 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 the one time of the week where I'm happy, but at the same time, extremely angry. <laughs> it's a very stressful time of the week. It's a very stressful time, but I love yeah, it. But I love I it. Too. I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have it any other way. We've same. transcended. We're almost to a year of the Eagle Eye podcast. Gonna be a big. Yeah, big we are. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, has time really flown? Holy shoot. Yeah, time's really fla- flown. Flawn. 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 
at this point, I don't know if I'm hungry and yeah. thinking about flan or whatever it may be. But yes, time has flown by just like that. It is episode 50 of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Your Eagle Eye Boys here signing out. We're gonna come out with that mixtape soon. We, yeah, we really we're just should. we're procrastinated at this point. Yeah. I do nope. one broadcast and y'all think I'm working on a soundboard. Nope. I mean Dylan's He's working ready. on our mixtape. All right. Now I yeah. I will say this though. The the one thing Dylan did not want to mention about his vacation was he went to a prison because your boy was able to get Takashi 69 to be on the album. Oh my gosh. Look at the pool. Look at the weight that Cowboy Dan has in the United States to be able to get that. Even behind bars. Look at that. Behind bars, throwing spitting bars. There you go. Give a round of applause for Mr. Cowboy Dan. Give him a round of applause. There we go. (laughs) Uh, All righty. Let's do this. Gentlemen, thank you. Everyone, thank you. You guys are amazing. You guys are the best. Follow us on Twitter. We'll have you guys covered with everything. And we have we love we love interacting with you guys. All right. Well, I'm you. very active before the game. You guys want to come interact with me? We can we can chant chant it out on Twitter. It's the best time. Definitely. I don't know if you guys see my tweets, but they're they're very funny when it comes to chanting before the games. So you guys, <laughs> right, to- you guys have a beautiful, beautiful evening and a beautiful, beautiful week. We will see you guys come next week on Tuesday. But of course, you can always find us on Twitter at Eagle iPod, SoundCloud, and iTunes as well as well as Spotify. And with that said, gentlemen, thank you again. Thank you to everyone who joined us. And with that said, have a beautiful, beautiful night. And as always, as always, arriba la América, and let's go. Hashtag Lady Aguilas.